What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again, and welcome, of course, my closest and dearest of friends, to another installment of the All About It podcast, and we cannot thank you enough for joining us today. And by we, I don't mean me, of course, we've been through this before, although if you're new to the channel, welcome. My name is Bargles. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Now, allow me a moment, and I will introduce you to the one, and the most likely the only. I have yet to come across another. It's Ariel. <laughs> I have met others. You've met other Ariels? Uh, yeah. Oh. There was an Ariel, mm. a male boy that went to my high school. Oh, okay. Because that's when you start to get like the areola. R right. R right. I started to say right and <laughs> something happened in my throat. That's, uh, what is the areola again? It's a part of the nipple? The areola, part of the, it's the part, part of the around jibble. the nipple. Oh, very important. Right. Very important. Right. What is the nipple without? We can review, Bargles. Take it away. We have been having the best weather, and I know that other parts of the country have not, um, and I think about it a lot, but this has been a turning point this week in terms of like weather here. Oh, it definitely feels like there's been a turning of the way. It's a spurt. It's it's a phase. It's going through a phase. Mm. It's gonna it's gonna change again. But it's dry right now, and uh, it's warm. I've been roller skating outdoors in shorts with other women. I mean, that just sounds like a great thing to watch, <laughs> right? I mean, every time we'd pass a group of. I would say, like, boomer age. They'd be like, mm. oh, love the retro skates, ladies. So beautiful. <laughs> love them. Or this lady would be like, where can I get some of those? And it's just so cute. Very, well, um, yeah, I mean, roller skating. We love a supportive community. <laughs> uh, roller skating and roller blading are getting pretty, pretty cool. I did I see guess, some right? inline skaters yeah. yesterday. Some blades. Yeah, blades. Some blades. So that's what I've been doing. Grind that rail, grind this rail. Right. Okay. I'll give you something to grind. I know you will. Yeah. I got a bunch of rails in my shorts. I, I cannot with you, but to right? <laughs> this morning you had a, you were in the transition of getting out of your jammies and going into like street clothes. The jam jams into the daily attire. Yes. It right. It's a transition that takes place. Right so there. you took off your gray sweats, which I love, by the way. Did I do it? Did I do it fast or slow? I don't remember was that part. Was there a musical accompaniment to my undressing? I don't remember that part, but mm, like mm, mm, mm. you took your pants off and you were in your, your little, um, what do you call the kind of underwear you wear? They're boxer briefs. Okay, so they're like tight and, and short. They're not, they're not little. They are an appropriate <laughs> size. Okay, so you have your t-shirt on though. Mm -hmm. And you start doing, you start telling me a story and you're being really serious and you're like putting your hand on your hip and like pacing and doing your thing. And I'm like, oh my God, you could be a, a TED person, a like a speaker. A pantsless TED talker. Yes. Yeah. So you coming are... coming to a theater near your bargles, pantsless, doing a TED talk examples. Yeah, and they're running out of theaters that do that. They're closing them all down. There used to be a lot more of them, I think. I know, but like... The world needs your pantsless TED Talks, mm. is what I'm saying. Well, something that, if you're a fan of the show, something you should know about me, uh, Bargelsman5000, is that every morning I wake up with a lot of energy. Yeah. 
and I need to, and I don't have, you know, an office to go to. I don't have strangers to impress. Uh, foreshadow. <laughs> so instead, I just start yelling at my wife, whatever I got, top of my head. I always got something. So today, what was it? Uh, best business practices for people that uh, right. we don't even know. I don't right. even know. What I, was, I don't even know what I was talking about. Or I you just, told you told me a story about some guy getting in a fight at a bar in Ohio. Right. I basically and just what? <laughs> I give her like bar stool news secondhand. Yeah. As if it just happened to me last night. Right. 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 And what did you say about you're like unless you're what, something about guys guys that are like twenty. That go to bars that are in college. I can't remember. Whatever it was, it made me laugh really I mean, hard. You're not looking for a fight. Yeah. But like, especially if you're in like Ohio and you're 20 at a bar and you're drinking, obviously, because that's, uh, right. that's what you do. And also, I don't understand how you could be 20 at a bar. I thought you had to be 21. But I don't even know. I don't know how it works anymore. Hmm. Don't know how it works. I I've never had a it. fake ID. I was too I did. freaked out. I know you did. I did. Whoops. My, my fake ID... <laughs> was the picture of my roommate at the time, Derek. Shout out Derek King. Love you, buddy. And it was his picture. Looked nothing like me. It said I was six foot four. I am I'm five eight. So five, sorry. Five eight and a half. It also <laughs> said I weighed like two hundred pounds. At the time uh, well actually I, I you weighed were a rail. I weighed yeah, I was probably like one sixty at the time. No way. What you were probably less? like one forty five. Yeah, maybe something like that. Oh my god. Body dysmorphia. I did not I did not think I was as skinny as I was quite thin sir right well uh it was was a canadian id too and it said i was like 29 Mm -hmm. so i'm like 19 using a 29 year old's id and it worked yeah it worked multiple times worked very well just go to a bowling alley because they do not care and they got beer at bowling alleys too oh that's what you use the id for was beer at the bowling alley yeah (sighs) my god right well, in case anyone wants an update on our Nintendo Switch, we still don't have it. We it's have everything we need for it, but we don't have the console. It's in the mail. Can you not just cool it? What's for your tracking? A couple freaking UPS. I'm so USPS? sorry. Hey, speaking oh, of USPS, your belly, <laughs> your belly just came out. Speaking of USPS, I got. Uh, I'm representing the United States Postal Service. Right there, baby. On his chest. That's right. With a graphic t-shirt. When the Seahawks season is over, I start repping my other team, which is USPS. Love it. UPS and DHL can just get out of here. What about FedEx? I like the old school. Amazon? No, I like the rain, sleet, snow. Okay. Okay. We'll get you where you need to go. Is that great? That's Greyhound. (laughs) I like them too. I'm waiting on a Greyhound sponsorship. This is, I don't know if I've Get ever free said bus this. passes to go places that no one goes. Ugh. I've never said this on, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but mm. why do mail trucks look like they're from the 1930s? Like, why hasn't USPS, like... Upgraded? Uh, I like, mean... Is it just, like, out of tradition? Is it out of functionality? Like, what is it about that it boxy... financial thing. Sure. Who's going to pay for it? Sure. You want to pay right. for it? You want to you you flip the bill? And they have more important things to worry about that'd right be, now. That'd be like uh, tens of thousands of mail trucks across the country. We would have to retrofit and right. upgrade. That's millions upon millions of dollars. I'm not, I'm not here for that. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm not complaining. I think they're cute. I'm just saying. Right. When do they make the switch? Well, it's like I see these ice cream trucks, like the old school ones, and I immediately implicitly remember my childhood, remember like, you know, I could jump in there and feel totally cozy getting myself a little 
otter pop or a push-up pop or you a would choose an baseball otter pop. glove with like the gum ball in the inside. But what I've seen around our neighborhood is less and less of those and more just like a random van. Like a clean white van. No, not even a clean white van. I've seen those. I'm seeing like a dark gray busted ass. Oh, I've seen a van. blue one. Anyway, those baseball mitts with the gum in the middle mm-hmm. my childhood nightmare right. you could not pay me that was a nightmare mare yeah okay did i say mirror i don't know what you I said i don't know it <laughs> doesn't matter yeah. you get it you get my gist uh horrible horrible could not pay me thousands of dollars to eat that i can't even pay you no well i, I always wonder I it's not ice cream i don't know what it is yeah exactly i mean someone, exactly. someone's out there going like actually my father Spent the last 40 years and retired very well uh, working for the baseball mitt ice cream novelty treat factory in Poughkeepsie. To put like a dairy treat golfed around gum. What it around? Oh my God. Golfed. Engulfed. Engulfed. Okay. Surrounding. Right. I cannot handle it. Maybe we'll f- force you to eat one on like a where, live Where are you going to find it, Barks? Summer's right around the corner. Where are you going to find it? it? They still sell them. Summer's right around the corner. Yes. Okay. It's right around the corner. Calm down. Talk to the people in Texas right now. Summer's right around the corner. I'm so sorry. Talk to the people yeah. in like every other part of the country where I it's know. like several inches of this and a lot of slate. Sleet? Slate? Yes. Yeah. Kelly Slate. Are we are we gonna have to are we gonna fight at some point in this? I know, like, I feel it. I feel, it. Like I feel like this, it. This energy going on. You're where, really annoying like, today. Half w- whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. I said it. A minute. So for the rest of the show, we're just going to go with camera one here. All the other cameras just magically turned off. No, they didn't. I see myself. You know what? I don't even know. I don't even know what today's episode's all about. I don't. (gasps) And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I'm. I'm. I feel like walking off the set. You're not going to. Where would I go? I'd go over there. To the other side of the facility. Five feet away, the where the other, room. where the other side of the apartment is. <laughs> so, okay. Although in jest, I do know what today's episode is about. I, I, I you do. I do. I no, I don't. You're breaking the fourth. Yes, wall. I do. I do. No, I don't. Do I? Don't I? Could I? May I? Mother, may I? Remember that? Um, oh my God! Can we please have a Mother Goose episode? No, but when <laughs> it comes to God. Mother Goose. I'm so glad you brought her up because there is no one I would rather talk to more on the show than Mother Goose because she knows how to treat a man. And uh, if there's one thing that I know about Mother Goose, she she knows how to just wine them and dine them. So I think you could take a lesson from El Madre Goose. You're telling me that you would prefer... Mm-hmm. <laughs> A, a fictional animal that can talk and make rhymes that lays eggs, and you suppose that she is a polite to men. I don't know. I was picturing the woman that lived in the shoe, actually. So I don't know if that that's not it. that Mother Goose didn't live in the shoe. That was just one of the stories, the fables. Right. There was an old lady who lived in a shoe. I don't like know I why said, she lived in a shoe. Why we haven't Perhaps done Perhaps she'll a, die. Is that how it goes? I don't know, but we need to do a Mother Goose episode. Okay. All right. Well, I'm really glad that in the past two minutes we were able to di- uh, diffuse the fight between us and we we can move on now with love and i love you uh, um possibility okay so uh 
so sorry for those who ha- have never tuned into the show. <laughs> I'm crying. It's like just an apology uh, that uh, they're they're we we don't know what we're doing. So today's episode is all about. It's all about working from home, part two. two. Do you hear my rings? How's my uh, how are my chains? Your your chains are gangsta, Grandpa. Okay. Okay. Grandpa. So what is great about this podcast, if I can... Oh, wow. Can I call it a podcast? May I be so bold? Can I do that? (gasps) What is great about it, if there was anything, is the fact that there are people that email us (laughs) with, like, sincere emails. I am. Yeah. With questions about life, business, and otherwise. And uh, it could be you. We could be talking about you today. Or on another future episode, all about it, podcast at gmail.com. If you have episode topics, ideas, or uh, serious life problems that we will make seem less important. Um, yeah. Not on purpose, but yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of like. Just because it's the show. Know, that's yeah. the kind of the show. Right. So why don't we just get into some of these very heartfelt questions that have been asked around the topic of working from home, managing a business, mm-hmm. working as a team. This is we've gone over some of these topics in previous episodes as well. Just as a little uh, reminder, episode three, all about being a photographer. It's a <gasps> oh, long time ago. Oh, that was a. It's like two years ago. I basically told my story of how I got started. Right. That needs a refresh. <laughs> about two years ago, we did all about how we make money. I know things have changed. We probably need to update that. But we've talked about how we work from home together. What our first jobs were. Managing an e-commerce online mm-hmm. shop, and a, another episode, just uh, episode eighty-seven, several months ago, we did a question and answer. Then, as well, we have more questions. Therefore, we will attempt more answers. Yes, is that fair? Yes, is that good? Yes, is that all right? Oh, okay. So, take qu- it away, Dave. How about question question number one? Do you love what you do? Oh, you know it. Do you love it? <laughs> do you love what you do? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you do. I was actually... Um, How much do you do? So much so that I I don't know what retirement looks like for me. Mm. I don't know what that looks like or entails. Mm. If it has anything to do with like being in Italy or you wanna retire Europe, in, you wanna just retire sporadically, in, like going there. You want to be able to do go, international travel and retirement. That would be great. I don't... I can't imagine stopping this mm. at any point. I don't I really know, the care to. You want to retire and do what you really want to do right now, which yeah. is go to Italy. Yeah. So you you basically are like, when I retire, I'm going to do all the things I don't have the time to do now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're spending all your time to accumulate resources to eventually go to Italy. By the time that you have the resources, you might be older. We're, go- be we're going before I... You, you might be frail. Yeah, but we're going before I retire. Might not be able to handle all the steps. Oh, maybe it's not Positano. Fair maybe enough. I'm in Tuscany painting on a balcony. Oh. That's true. Um, I think this question is mainly for you. Mm-hmm. I know I love what I do because mm-hmm. I do I, what I do is life every day, and I, I would prefer it to the alternative, which is uh, death. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah, thanks for I'll that. Take, I'll take life every time. Even if it's not so good, I'll take it. You are one of the first people I think of when it comes to being grateful for every day and every moment and embracing it. You truly 
make the most of it. Thank you. I'll take that as a complimentary thing. Then. You motivate me. You're constantly doing things. Like you're, you're constantly doing things that you are passionate about, and you're consistent, and it just makes me want to be more of those things. So. Well, okay. Thank you, because I I don't feel that way about myself, mm. and it's nice to get that little dose of okay. That's a whole other podcast. I okay. feel the same way about you in, in, in a way, but, uh, you know, I think, like, one of the things that helped me become more that way in the past few years, like, working with you, mm-hmm. is realizing how lazy I am. Right. How I have a horrible attention span. Um, instead of trying to pretend like I, I can do it all, and I am great, and I'm going to figure it all out, I know my flaws. Mm-hmm. I know them, I, and I answer the call. How about we answer another question? Hey, guys. Did you guys have any goals when you first started the podcast or the print shop? And if so, what were they? <gasps> Did they come true? What are your goals now? And sorry if that's a lot of questions. I might need a refresher as we go through. So the goals for the podcast and the business, or was it the print shop specifically? Podcast goals, print shop okay, goals. Let's what stop were there. They? Did they come true? What are the goals now? Okay, let's stop at the first one. Okay. Let's talk about the podcast really quick. Okay. Do you want to say our mantra? <laughs> it doesn't have to be good. It just has to exist. Or something like that. We love that. Yeah. I think that goes for everything when you're trying to start something. It definitely helped because we talked about starting a podcast for a couple of years before yeah. it became very more like serious. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you're waiting for something to be perfect before you start, it'll never start. Like we worried because nothing's ever perfect. We were worried at the beginning that it wouldn't be any good, and now look at us now. Like it's it's not good now, but look at how long we've been doing not good yeah, for. And let's it's hold made, hands. Oh, yeah. so it might be getting better. I don't know. I don't watch it. Let you us know what you think there. in the comment section below, or if you're listening on uh, Spotify, just think it. Yeah. Whatever you would write in the comments, just think it in your head and think, yeah, I'd post that. <laughs> I'd do that. So that basically, goals. yeah, I just wanted to say like. So no goals. There were none. There were that? not with the podcast. No. Not any real like, okay, at this point, I want this. Right. Did no. we have anything nope. like how many nothing. listeners? Nothing. There's no structure besides how we formulate the episodes and then. This new YouTube thing. Right. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, honestly, we did not have a goal to get on YouTube. No. And when we started, I think what happened over the past couple of years is we watch a lot of YouTube. We and, both do. And we watch different things and we kind of just realized I watch a lot of podcasts and like radio shows, but I'm not. I realized I, I stopped at some point listening on Overcast and on the podcast app and on Spotify and I started just watching them on YouTube and I immediately felt like, what do we got to do to make that happen? Mm-hmm. And it seemed like a ton of work. It is. But it's all relative, right? What's a lot of work to one person right. is nothing to another. So the goals, I think the goals with the podcast are still being formulated. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we really ever We don't any. have any, yeah. which is no help, but whatever. Yeah. It probably it's means, our story. It probably means that things move a lot slower when mm-hmm. you don't have really defined goals and expectations that you're trying to like achieve. 
because then you can like create this roadmap to achieve that thing. If you don't have that thing, then you're still like on the road. You just don't know where the hell you're going. Yeah. And so you better, you're like, yeah, we're thankful for where we are. It's like, well, yeah, no, yeah, of course you are because you're lost <laughs> and you're still, but you're still here. So, yeah. so goals for the print shop, I, I really didn't have any for that either. And what I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to make money enough to be able to pay for our cell phone bill. I think that happened a while ago. That, that was it. I, want, I, I was like, yeah, let's just do this. Print, cell let's, phone let's bill. Let's get this website up so we can make like 60 bucks a month and it'll pay for the cell phone. <laughs> and we were both like, oh, wouldn't that be cool? If we were like started selling like prints and we were making like 60, 70 bucks. What a, was the um, next wait, thing? every month we'd make 60, 70 bucks? Yeah. What was the next thing, rent? I think that was the next goal when we realized how small of a goal the first goal was, like how how achievable it right. became. Right. Like, oh man, that would be crazy if that happened. And then it happened, but then more happened. And then you have to set a new goal. And then the new goal became like, yeah, paying our rent. Our rent's pretty cheap for the area. Yeah. Full disclosure. We'll talk about it one day. Um, like way below the market average. We're yeah. kind of grandfathered in. So yeah, we wanted the print shop to be able to pay our rent yeah and then that was the next goal and then you know lo and behold that in turn was another smallish goal in the bigger uh, right. scheme right because it's it's something that can grow even bigger but it's not like launch day we were you know raking it in no. at all no in fact there was a lot of like negative money in right order to make it happen yeah. both like hours you spent and that i spent working on stuff and talking to people and all of the work that goes into like the the back end of the prints like our contacts with our different distributors and manufacturers and all that stuff was a like the research and development side like none of that we really haven't gone too into detail about that Mm -hmm. i don't know how much money we spent to make that happen but it helped though because that was like the commitment we needed to take it more serious oh yeah and so. now it's its own, it feels like its own thing, like separate from everything else we do. It's like its own thing that we have to work on and plan for constantly now, as opposed to before when I felt like it was just like a little part of the business. It's like its own business now. Yeah. And I think on top of that, we we had such low expectations and goals for it other people basically created the new expectations yeah. and goals for us yeah. by make by helping us get it bigger not like financing it or anything like that but we can only see what we see we only know what we know between the two of us neither one of us went to a business school or a marketing got a marketing degree or anything like that yeah so other people would like plant these little ideas every now and again of oh you should try this or you should do this or someone would email with a custom order Mm-hmm. That was happening all the time at the beginning because we had like limited SKUs, sizes, and styles and all that. It was more limited. Yeah. And then like through the conversation with people, we added more, took out some stuff. And it's still, it'll always be a work in progress. Yeah. But some of the best ideas we've ever had, they're not our ideas. We got them from probably someone listening right now that emailed us saying like, hey, what about you get this size? Or you do it like, the, you should have some horizontal options. Right. Like that, Right. It seems so obvious. Yeah. But we didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's stuff like that. Or why don't you have a smaller size? And now the five by sevens that are in the print shop, that was someone else's idea. It wasn't ours. And people love the five by seven. I love them. You love them. People buy, buy, bought some yeah. small. 
I I just can't believe it's going to be four years this summer. That's nuts. That's nuts. Just to give you an idea. God, that's a bunch of crap. How fun is that? (laughs) What was the next part of that question? Goals at the start of the podcast or and or print shop. What were they? I think we kind of hashed that. that. Did they come true? I mean, yeah, because they were so little. Goals I didn't know that I had came true, like uh, having a collage kit in World Market, for example. Right. Didn't know that was a possibility in my life. It wasn't wasn't our idea. No. No, I can't take credit for that. Absolutely not. (laughs) When someone reached out, said, hey, we have an idea. We think it'd be great. Yeah. And I'm like, like, yeah, that does sound great. Who, me? Where where have you been? (laughs) And welcome to my inbox. Yeah. And we will do whatever you need us yeah. to do. That's pretty what much any, a gr- any What a email, great relationship. Any email, any email we get. Yeah. Um, end of the question. What are your goals now? That okay. actually might be. Try and keep right. other questions, though. So right. Maybe, you know, so I'm going to wrap this podcast, up. Podcast, print shop, goals. Right. Take it away. Pod, podcast, basically just keep doing what we're doing here on YouTube. And obviously, like with YouTube comes another episode to your listening ears. If you're listening on an app, uh, just in your headphones. But in terms of YouTube, we want to have more content come out just besides the weekly episodes, which Mm -hmm. is something we're working on behind the scenes right now. And then also we'd like to start going live more and just weekly live and just like engaging with community more. And that's pretty much it. So those are the immediate goals. Uh, Ultimate goal for the print shop is to make a million dollars. Million dollars. One million dollars so that we can. um, I'm just kidding. No, I think just moving forward is to just keep doing what I've been doing because I just. Like I said, with like World Market, for example, you never know what's going to happen. No, you can be honest about the print shop now, like in terms of goals, is growth. Like that's a goal and that's something that we want, obviously. Do I'm, want... I'm proud of it. It yeah. has exceeded so if it stayed what exactly, I thought possible. Exactly as it's doing right now, if it did that... Forever. How how big of a blessing is that? I am right. yeah, but no words. There's there's avenues where it could stay the same, get worse, or get better. Yeah. And there are things that we can do today to make, to decide which exactly. avenue we want to go. Yeah. So because there are things that we can do today, then we'd probably lean towards the growth because mm-hmm. it's an option mm-hmm. to have it. So it's kind of like being a good person. If it's an option, you should just lean your life that way. Leaning your life the other way might be a little harder. So, what's the hardest thing you've ever had to do in the photography world? Hardest? The hardest thing you've ever had to do in the photography world. Um, other than dealing with conflict that was out of my control, I would say it was nerves when I was working with Netflix. But that wasn't hard. It's mm-hmm. a different feeling. I don't think anything has ever been really hard. I think about like, this might sound dramatic to someone who, I don't know, I'm just going to say it. Working a 16-hour wedding is physically taxing in a way that I've never, I mean, I've done half marathons. I've trained my body for those things, and there's nothing like a wedding. So then if that's the answer, didn't you do a Friday wedding and then a Saturday wedding? No. Or a Friday, sa- Saturday, Sunday. You did three weddings yes. back to back. Yes. Only once ever. Then that And there are other people the there are other people shooting weddings that do like four weddings a week. Right. Every week of the year. 
Um, but I never really had that. I had quite a few double headers throughout my time, but never three in a row like that. So that would probably be up there. By Sunday night, I was hoarse and my feet hurt. My voice is hoarse. You you probably got a little sick. A little sick. Even just like the body anxiety. This was like six or seven years ago. Wow. The thing about doing those three weddings, do you feel like one of them you're kind of phoning in compared to the others? No. No. You had, no. Yeah, that's not your style. Nah. You'll go even harder on that third one oh, because oh, you yeah. are tired. You're like, By I, the have end to, of... I have to like overcompensate. <laughs> so imagine reception of that third night. People like drunk and dancing and you're just like sober and about to fall over. And I had to be like, all right, everybody get in the middle and like do, like cheers. And I'm like below everyone. And I'm like yeah, about and now it's, to and now it's pass out. It's midnight and you haven't gotten the check from the aunt. <laughs> And you're like, that did not happen for that one. Where are you, Aunt Lippy? That oh my god, that did not Where happen. Where are you? I'm looking. For, oh, there she is. Oh god, she only has one eye open. That oh yeah, right. That did right. not happen for that one. But there were multiple times where the last portion of the payment was due the day of, which is so ugh. I no, but regardless, uh, I would have to like scout the person who was supposed to pay me realize who they were and more often than not they had been drinking and had no idea who i was and i had to bring it up and be like um excuse me and obviously they're <laughs> if they're at like a table or they're dancing or something they don't have it on them it's always somewhere, somewhere else in a bag like, yeah oh, let, fine let me go find it it's on a bed somewhere it's yeah, like okay we can go to the next so I think <laughs> I think that the realist answer is there is nothing. There's not. By the definition of this household, there's nothing hard because there are people that work in emergency rooms. There are yeah, people that that's are first not responders. Hard. There are teachers that have to do like distance learning for people. Like, no. There are people that we understand have a critically more challenging, harder daily grind uh, that we can't relate to. That's why I keep thinking like it's not hard. Yeah. It's not. Well, when you put it, when you put a lot, when you put things in context yeah. and perspective, I mean, it's kind of like, well, there's always someone that is working harder through more strife with like, a better attitude. Here's the thing. If there was an asteroid that was coming and they had to pick people based on their skill level to keep alive and put them in a bunker. I've seen, I, the, I've seen that movie. I would not be one of those people. They would pick, they would pick you. No, you they would wouldn't. Pick What, as like the community yeah, the entertainer? No, no. The community entertainer? <laughs> No, they probably get like a stand-up comedian for that. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sure. So, when do you take your lunch? <laughs> Never. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Are um, we a big lunch house? No, we're not. Um, I would say, let's see. I'm just going to say I wake up around 6.30 or 7. I get up. I drink a ton of water. I get in my workout clothes, do that thing. Uh, halfway get ready or not it depends on how I'm feeling I'll eat breakfast around 10 or 11 first bite 10 or 11 I don't like eating first thing in the morning I used to Uh, lunch lately has been something very light between 2 and 3 p.m. and then we have like a relatively like Mm. you know what do you call it when it's like early dinner I don't know Dinner. yeah dinner. It's like all, it's Some based on the time of year, it's different. Based on our schedule, it's different. Like, I can't, I can't be that structured just because of, like, what we have going on. 
Yeah, I don't take a lunch. I didn't take a lunch when I worked at an office. Mm-hmm. I've worked through my lunches for the past 10 years. Sometimes you don't eat until like 4 or 5 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But clearly normal. it's working for you. Pretty normal. I, like, I remember working at the hotel and working, mm-hmm. and I hated taking a lunch. I just wanted to – I wanted my work day to be Done. over. You wanted to come And home. I feel like taking a break is like pushing back going home. Mm-hmm. And it would kind of piss me off. Mm-hmm. And so if there were places or times that I could – not take a lunch like when i worked with uh my old boss rich doing concrete stuff we would it was always a conversation because he had other people that used to work for him that would always be like hey man i really need to take a break it's time to take a lunch man and they would take like an hour that's not 40, you. a 45 minute to an hour long lunch yeah. just like sitting in the truck no like listening to the radio and it's like that sounds like a freaking nightmare to me i know like i'd rather be like he'd be like do you want to take a lunch today he'd ask me that which was probably the most the nicest thing he ever did and i would say (laughs) i'd say like we could i mean if i was like if you want to take a five minute break we can take a five minute break but i'd rather just like go home at two you guys would bang it out and come home well also it's like we were working in places like alpine lakeside santee Mm -hmm. uh for those that are uninitiated those are like the hot desert deep San Diego areas that it's like in the summertime when you're working outside you have to get there at you know 5 6 a.m. and it's already hot yeah you have to be done early so you got by by noon one o'clock it's too hot you're screwed it's like not healthy you can't be out there doing it so you need to be there crazy early and it's to get done but we work with guys that are like lackadaisical like oh we're just I'm just one of the guys but with with what we do now it doesn't matter if we like to me, it's like, okay, I can either take a really long break and eat, or I can have my day end sooner. But then I've never had a time where I was like, the day doesn't my end day sooner. ends. The day never ends. I never have a time where I'm like, oh, close my laptop. I am totally done for the day. No. I have never, I feel like I've never felt that in my, no, even in before, my time. Even before I started really working with you full time, and I was working with you, what, like part time, I guess you could say, like I'd come off work and I'd come home and I would do like customer service stuff yeah. for the print shop. It never really occurred to me that it was like work. Like I'm okay, God, it's going to be such a grind clock in at eight clock out at four. It's more just like part of our lifestyle is I wake up and there's always something that we can be working on. And so I wake up and start working on it. There's always something that can, you know, that it's even on the weekends, like I, so I don't know. It's the weekend. I feel my, like that's my day, where my day doesn't change on a Sunday right. as opposed to a Tuesday. See, mine kind of does because I give myself some leniency, knowing that we're not really going to get emails on Saturdays or Sundays. We get them. We get them, but like I don't feel obligated to reply until Monday morning because I like to think of it as we're a, no, we're a business. That's fair, and that's 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 true. That's yeah. True. But, like, if it's urgent, obviously, we'll get back to them. Or if it's a customer service thing, it's like we always want to get back to those people very quickly. Mm-hmm. But I've never, yeah, I don't. Well, I look at it like I this, too. Cu- customer service and, well, any business that you love or go to, mm-hmm. like, you're probably going to go to Trader Joe's today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're open every day of the week. Yeah. If you need to go to Target, they're open every day of the week. And while we are not Trader Joe's or Target, and we never will be. Um, I believe in giving people customer service whatever day they reach out. It's yeah. a pain in the ass, like hoping to get some help on something. Yeah, and like then waiting, especially you know I mean? when you've spent money or you have a question and you're willing to support this small business. It's like, 
The other thing is um, DMs. Mm-hmm. I'll get D- so there's DMs to my account. There's the email account. There's a second email account, and then there's I feel like I'm missing one, but it all has to get organized and like you know people reach out in different ways, and you just have to like do it no matter what. But with that being said, I like I like to try and take at least Sundays to myself and do something. Lately, I've been kind of pushing it, but it's fine. It's fine. So you take your lunch at noon. Cool. Um, <laughs> no. Love the show. Was hoping to start a print shop of my own one day. Oh, well, I hope you're good. Loved it. Oh, uh, my God, Parkles. She's competition. I do not like. No, I'm just kidding. We, Supporter. We, we, support, we support people that are uh, uh, asking for support. Um, let's see. Oh, what's something you would have done differently mm. with your shop if you had to do it over again? Started sooner. Really? Yeah. Just started sooner. Yeah. So wow, if you're on yeah, the fence, God, just do it. Because imagine, imagine, imagine a year like in, if we started in July of 2016, mm. and wh- where, where it would be yeah. now. Yeah, I tell you, those spreadsheets, those spreadsheets would look better. Very I different. I think they would look better because we would have learned the things faster. We would have implemented the changes fast. We would have gotten the emails from friends and family and customers being like, "You should try this," or "You should." Do so this. here's the thing: if you're on the fence about starting something, imagine your life a year from now having having started it today mm-hmm. or if you had thought about doing it a year ago and have done it up until this point imagine what your life would be like now having done it for a whole year and then with that starting as soon as possible you're basically starting the process of learning this thing because you're not going to start it and it's just going to be fireworks all of a sudden it doesn't work that way you have to go through the motions and like figure out, like fine tune and figure out what is going to not only make you money, but ultimately make you the happiest. Because if you're starting a business, you're probably doing it because you like the thing. Oh, yeah. Right? You should be passionate about it. Even I mean, eh, you could be passionate about making money. I don't think that's like a crazy thing. No, as long I as agree. Not, as yeah. long as you're not being like dishonest with people. Yeah. I think that's a big enough passion. There are I plenty agree. of people that like live their whole life working a job they hate. But it's giving them what they need to live a fruitful life. What was the question? (laughs) Was there even a question? Something about something? Let's see. Uh, Maybe we'll go to the next one. Okay. We can do that. Yeah. Um, Well, I think the – well, the previous question was would you do something different? You'd say just start start it Start sooner, yeah. Or just with me now, I have – I always have ideas of stuff I want to start, new things, which – it's so funny because I feel like my plate is full, but I always just have ideas and I just want to do stuff. Um, but I don't start them and like I wish I had. So don't hold yourself back. Yeah. Because we always do. Every every it's, one of us, we right. just hold ourselves back from being this even better version of ourselves in every single category of life across the board. We could be better. We make a choice every day not to be. Some of us, we go that extra little bit. And that one category gets like a little extra juice. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm making a change today in my diet. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm making a change today with working out. I'm making a change today with my job. I'm making a change today with the man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. Michael Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson. Um, I'm asking him to change his ways. Or her. Right. So. Or any any gender pronoun that fits. So wishes. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's uh like like you said, just start. Just the tip. So got a couple more. Okay. Okay. What is it like being insta famous? Someone asked that. Should have briefed me on these. <laughs> I don't look at it that way. I'm sure you don't. I, you know I don't. I just don't. I'm very. I am very. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Mm. I'm just me, and I just feel very like wake up in the morning and do my work, and I go to bed. Like I feel like, and I just am fortunate enough to get to do what I love, and it's it's uh, been a long journey of like figuring out what that means for me Mm. and I'm still not there all the way but all I know is that I feel lucky and fortunate and it's due to what I ultimately wanted to do in life which is photography I wanted to do photography when I was 16 and I was let's see how old was I when Instagram started I think 21 So it has always been a part of my life. And it just so happens that what I love to do and what's turned into a business is this platform where I can show people and share this with people every day. And I just feel really blessed by that. Well, and it's also temporary. Absolutely. And I'm so aware of that. What you you started building – kind of morphed into what it is now exactly and it's going to keep morphing and changing and i think it's cool that you have like an audience to see this progression yeah that and it's something i've seen living with you and experiencing myself i mean i remember we did a nude photo shoot when you were still going to college um Bar- I, bargles I, was nude right there's <laughs> a lot of uh you know it was an assignment for art institute we we literally were assigned to take nude photos of Male, female, separately, separate shoots, black and white only, digital. It was very specific and uh, tasteful. Anyway, go, go on. <laughs> so uh, that was the height of my career. Uh-huh. Was, uh, and I was really, at the time, I thought that it was going to lead to more of that. I thought this was going to be my big break. That here I am, uh, 21. Right. And yeah. I'm going to be a nude model, mm-hmm. especially in low lighting. Um, <laughs> didn't work out. I had bargles in the studio. Did not work oh out. Oh, my God. People were coming in and be like, you guys almost done in there? Oh. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, how about another one? Have you ever had an office? I've been following you for a long time, and you've always said that you've worked out of your living room. Is having an office in your house really that big of a deal considering what you've been able to accomplish? I struggle with staying motivated working from home and without an office as well, but you give me hope. Have you ever considered going to a place like Starbucks Mm. just to get out of the house? Yeah, I've fantasized about it, but it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. We have coffee here. We have coffee here. Love a good save money moment. Um... We were just, I was just talking to my sister about how incredibly overpriced coffee is when you go out. Oh, totally. And it's fun, it's fun in small doses, like treating yourself, you know, on a weekend day or something like that. But um, I, I love being here. I love our place. There are days that are really hard that I don't like, and that's just being human. Mm-hmm. 
anyone can feel that way. And if you've been working from home this past year or for a long time and you don't have an office, you make it you know that you just make it work and you've been making it, it work. I love it. Yeah. I have no problems with it. I had no problems with working in an office either. Yeah. I don't really have problems with working. It's, I mean, well, I mean, how do you feel about? I feel like you're not as sensitive as I am when it comes to like being able to have a space where you can close the door and feel like you can really get into like a no. creative groove. No, I worked in offices where you had cubicles right next to other people and they were always interrupting you and messing I mean, with you, calling I'm, you on the phone and like you're already I'm on the phone. Talking about like us here not having a extra room. I know, and I'm saying that I worked for years being bombarded every moment and yeah. multitasking and being on the phone while someone's talking to me over here and I'm like answering an email and I'm doing all three. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm wired like that. I don't know. I I can turn it on and off. Right. The distractions and the noise. And you're pretty that. special that way though. Like you're an, wait, 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 wait. What can I say? What you're can I say? an extra special human that way. I'm not. I feel like I dream about having an office with a door, but the truth is like we are we have an end goal in mind and the longer we stay here and are able to save the more possibility we'll have in our future and that future is going to be way longer than this temporary time of not having the thing that i want oh yeah so i can choose patience mm. and set myself up for success or not be patient and then be screwed one of my favorite expressions that i've been hearing recently and I'm probably butchering it, but it's uh, impatience is very expensive nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's it's a nowadays thing. I think I was talking to my neighbor, George, and he was saying uh, it's not a nowadays thing. It's, it's like, always. It's always been that way. Like patience is so freaking valuable. Yeah. Um, so impatience is it's really expensive. If you can just hang a little tougher, last a little longer – you're going to beat somebody out or you're going to find that thing that's like if you, I don't know, if you wait one more day, maybe then the magic boat will come up to shore, you know. And I know that when we leave this apartment, there will be days where I miss it. So. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how it is. Yeah. And yeah. like I'm having a good day. So. Enjoy it. Vargles and I were on a walk and he's like, oh, you're definitely having a good day with like being here. And I was like, yep. <laughs> but I just. You make it work. Switch it up. Move your desk around. Switch up your view. Sit at a different table if you can. Um, If you have an outdoor space, sit outside for one day of the week. Like, make a schedule. Like, where am I going to sit this day? Where am I going to sit this day? Where am I going to sit this day? So, that might help. But That's some advice. I feel like I I could talk about that forever because I live it every single day. Well, I do know as well that there are more questions. Okay. And there are more that are coming. And we will have to readdress some of these topics and concepts and ideas on a future episode of the All That Podcast. But that concludes this week's broadcast. Broadcast. Yes. I just. Yes. I also just wanted to uh, tip of the cap. Say I love you, Bargles. To me. Yeah, and I also wanted to say I. I uh, re- I, uh, I I I uh, realize how uh, fortunate I am to be in my position and be able to work from home like I do and for as long as I have and to have Bargles with me doing that and I'm proud of you and I'm proud of us for doing this okay and sometimes it's not so easy to say that not gonna lie 
not very proud, um, <laughs> and don't feel very fortunate. You know, you you don't you work seven days a week for years making not a whole lot of money, mm-hmm. doing close to if not the same thing that you're doing right now. Only you're doing it. Obviously, you've improved your skills, but I've seen it. You know. I personally hate the idea of that people that get stuff out of life are just lucky. You know, I think some of them are born into it. Sure, why not? We're all born into something. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, I have a different perspective. I I, think that's great. You worked worked tirelessly hard to get somewhere. You didn't know where you were trying to get to. Yeah. But life is always a byproduct of choices. The choices you make every day create a life. So, that's... I mean, as soon as we're done recording well, here, I need to go and do something with my life. Well, I remember when I started the first, I want to say like the first four-ish years, I did work a lot of weekends because of... Like three jobs. Well... You would babysit. You were working part-time in an office. You'd shoot a wedding when you could. You'd do portrait sessions. I would. I was your second shooter. I was there. I yeah, know. Yeah. But and then you'd be like, thank God I got that wedding, boy. Oh, because yeah. like, things were starting to get a little like, oh, my God. DEFCON 4, is, the bells are ringing. Oh, we got the wedding. Ah, okay, good. Yeah. We, got, we got, finally got that wedding. Yeah. And now it's like, how much would someone have to, you know, to get you to come out of retirement? You'd have to know them. Email me. I'll give you a quote. <laughs> it's true. Never clo- never burn the bridge. Never no, close no, the no, door. no, 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 no. You've come out of retirement. I have time. said openly on the podcast and my Instagram that I am never against shooting a wedding. Right. I respect that industry so much. I think we could go back so into fun. it yeah. head first and, and do a really good job. Yeah. I'm just at a different point in my life right now, and that's fine. It could change. It could not change. Right. I'm open We're to it. We're shooting a wedding next month. <laughs> so I don't even know what I'm talking about. We're shooting a wedding next month. It's a, it's very, it's a very unique and cool opportunity, right. though. So right. I'm, right. you know, more on that later, but I'm excited. Spoiler. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, the website is arielvay.com. <laughs> arielvay.com, e commerce shop where you can buy prints presets, canvases, frames, yeah. inspiration for your future print shop endeavors because everyone has a print shop now. <laughs> or they're getting one. And if you don't got one and don't even want one, email us, all about a podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Hand on heart, I will lead you astray. The Pledge of Allegiance, Bargles? I will lead you down a path that is full of resistance and <laughs> uh, you won't probably enjoy it. Oh my God. Well, follow us on Instagram at all about it podcast uh fun stuff coming there soon so you don't want to miss it and uh code all about it oh yes that is a code on our website com. 20 percent off oh. all about it that's all and it will leave the link below couldn't do couldn't do more could you uh, well Vargles, maybe couldn't, you'll have an give, episode on that couldn't, later couldn't give 21 percent I don't think so. Like two? Couldn't yeah. do a little, couldn't give one more? Not unless you're wholesale, in which case, shoot us an email. Yeah, shop. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Till next time. Bye.